This time I would invite our children to come up, sit around me, on the steps, the floor, whatever. If your child starts running across the sanctuary, you will please come and get them. I want them to enjoy what is coming next. Please come, all the children, especially those who sit. Pick a place to sit. That's it. Makes no difference. You can come up on the steps and sit. You know what? Yeah, just come on up. Just can't sit in my lap. Oh, great. Thank you. The story we will tell you or share with you is a story is given to us by Luke, God's Word. Yesterday evening, over here where the flowers are, up on top, was what? What was there? An Advent wreath. Why do we put that up there? Celebrate Advent. <laughs> to celebrate Advent? Yes. <laughs> yes? Get ready for the coming of Jesus. And how does that get us ready? Ah. Very good. You light one candle, then two candles, then we light the rose candle, and then the fourth candle. Fourth candle was just lit today. This is the shortest Advent. It's three weeks instead of four weeks or whatever. So again, you begin in darkness, and each week it gets brighter and brighter by that. Just like who, who was preaching before Jesus came? Who was the big man that was preaching out there? Who? Don't know. All right. JB, various initials. Cousin, yes. John the Baptist. Good. Give that man a, a supper. <laughs> and John said what? John pointed to the coming. I'm not he. I'm not he. There is one in your midst, believe it or not. And I am unworthy to tie and tie his sandal. So just as he proclaimed the coming, so to our Advent wreath, same thing. It points us to something. Every week it gets brighter and brighter and brighter. You know? How many? Did any of you have one at home? Oh, you did that. Good. You know? And so that, that, that is what it is. And here we are. It points to this time. It points to this day that we celebrate. So anyway... Caesar Augustus uh, was a man and a governor and so forth. And uh, what does a governor do? What would you say a governor does? Just take a stab. Take care of the state problems. <laughs> take care of the state problems. That's good. <laughs> which which, which um, news station do you watch? <laughs> All right. What else? Makes laws. Okay. And that's what he did. Caesar Augustus published a law ordering all people to go back to their hometowns and register register for a census. What's a census? Do you know what that is? It's your... Oh, census. Okay. 
It's your hearing. <laughs> you ask no. You ask a question. You get an answer. No. Census is that you go back to your hometown and you have to register. You know. Um, how many of you of you are born have been born here in Ohio? Okay, hands down. How many of you are not born in Ohio? Okay. So for you, if today that census was, you would all have to leave and go back home to where you were born. Census. Count the people who was there. And that's what happened. In the town of Nazareth, there was a young couple. And the man's name was what? Thank you. May I have Joseph? Joseph is brown. There he is. Joseph comes with me. Thank you. Let's see. All right. Once I get this started, we're safe. So we have Joseph, and he was married, and his wife's name was Mary. And who's got Mary? Mary, Mary, quite contrary. May I have Mary? Huh? No, no. I want Mary. <laughs> I, need, I need my image of Mary. Ah, here it comes. <laughs> All right. Can you hold that? Thank you. Okay. Again, she was ready to deliver her child. The journey was long and it was hard going. It was difficult for Mary to walk. So Joseph got her what? A Hummer to ride in? Do you know what a Hummer is? It's a car. Nice car. Expensive car. But do you think Mary drove, or I mean, rode in a Hummer? Why? They didn't have them in those days, yes. No. So what did she ride? A donkey. All right. And who has the donkey? Oh, okay. Thank you. Want to hold that? I think, I think I'm in trouble. The star goes there. Aha, I am. Joseph, Joseph goes over here. Okay. Yep. And then we have, we have the donkey, huh? All right. Thank you. It sort of made it, it made it much easier for her to do that. Again, you know, the roads were, were uh, dirt and stones and so forth. And so that, that really did allow her to, to walk and, and, uh, and so forth. They had to travel all the way from Nazareth to Bethlehem. It was a pretty good distance. It wasn't just an hour or so away. It was, you know, days maybe. But Joseph was from the family of David, and that's why he was going back to Bethlehem. 
When they got to Bethlehem, they began to look for a place to stay. They went to one of the inns. What's an inn? Place where people stay. We call it a what? Hotel, motel. Yeah, it's a place to stay. But again, because all these people are coming back to Bethlehem, you know, to register, they couldn't find a place. Everywhere they went, sorry, we're full. It's like here. <laughs> Early on, we said, sorry, we're full. Go across the way. That filled up, so they said, sorry, go back to where you came from. <laughs> and here you are. And finally, the innkeeper told her that, they, that he and Mary could stay in the stable. Now, what is a stable? A who? A barn. It is. Right there. The stable is with the roof and that upon it. And that. Um, so Joseph Mary, uh, so Joseph took Mary to, to, uh, to the stable, and there they could get relaxed and warmed and get something to some rest. In the stable, there are different animals. What kind of animal? Name me one animal in a barn. One animal. Donkey. One animal. Come on. Sheep. Oh. Oh, cow. All right. Chicken. Lamb, rooster, pig, okay. Who's got the lamb? Thank you very much. I hope you like the lamb. It was my artwork this week. So there's the lamb. So Joseph took Mary to the stable, and there they could relax. Again, all the animals were there. The little lamb was lying next to the manger. Um, and the manger was used to... What was the manger used for? No. There was another, way, another thing they used it for. They get loud, kid. It's in the barn, but what, what, what was... It looks like a cradle. It was used for something else. It was um, to feed animals. You put your straw or hay. I'm not sure which he was, but anyway, you know. So again, the animals were there, and they would put other things there, and then water trough with it, and so give them their food, give, give them there. And that's when, when, when you know, Mary gave birth to, him, to her son. So, again, who has the manger? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Now, who has Jesus? Oh, thank you. All right. We're getting there, slowly but surely. Um, and what did they name him? All together. Good job. Jesus was very special to Joseph and Mary. Jesus would do great things, bring peace and joy to the entire world. Later that night out in the field, the angel appeared to the shepherds. What's a shepherd do? They say, who has it? Someone who keeps their care of the sheep. Yes? Yep. And it wasn't a very exciting job. Usually you were left out there by yourself, you know. 
and you were responsible for all the sheep. You could have two, three, four hundred sheep out there. You know, and you really had to be on the watch because any wild animals could come and, and, and snare one of the sheep away in that. So it wasn't a real glamorous job and so forth. But they did. I have a purple shepherd. <coughs> I thank you. Okay. Uh, and then I have an orange shepherd. Thank you. Oh. Let's see. Again, as they were watching their sheep, they became afraid because angels appeared to them. But the angel said, Do not be afraid. I come to tell you good news to be shared by all. This day in David's city, a Savior has been born to you, the Messiah, the Lord. Then the angel told the shepherds that they would know this person. He is a baby wrapped in raggedy clothes and lying in a manger. But before the angel left the shepherds, they sang, the angel sang a song, Glory to God in the highest heavens. And on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Herod now was the king at that time Jesus was born. And one day, astrologers came to talk to Herod. What's an astrologer? Do you know? Some type of person that what? Scouts? Oh, no. Not not yet. (laughs) What's on the ceiling here? A Skype. I mean, what are all those little things on there? Look like a what? Star. Yes. That was time. So a star. But again, you know, the astrologers, Herod became very jealous. But they're saying, where is, where is this newborn king? We have followed a star, a bright star. Where is he? We want to pay him homage in that. Well, Herod got very impatient. And he just said, fine, you go. And when you find out, come back and let me know. So I may go pay homage. But that's not what he wanted to do. He wanted to harm him. So anyway, the astrologers came and that. And they came to Jerusalem looking for that newborn looking for the child, and wherever that that star stopped, that's the child Jesus was. They stood still, and they then went in. They brought gifts of what? Oh, they brought gifts? What did they ride? You. (laughs) What did they ride? Camel, may I have it? (laughs) Okay. Want to hold that? I got to go back to astrologers. I need a blue, um, a blue astrologer. Who's got the blue one? Center below. Forgot to do that. Sorry about that. Uh, then I need a, a, um, a, a red. Appreciate that. Uh, below the sheep. 
Beauty. Oh, want to pick that up for me? Thank you. <laughs> and finally, we have green one, I think I have. Ah, thank you. Okay, oh, there we are. Okay, and then they came on a camel. What kind of gifts do they bring them? Name me one. Myrrh, who haven't I called on? Nope. Frankincense, and the last one? Gold. All right. So again, that is the simple story Luke gives to us of the coming of this Savior. Just as the Advent wreath was pointing to Christmas, pointing to the day God-man was born into our world, so too John the Baptist preached that. And that's what we're to do. You know, there's a lot of things going on. You've got a Christmas tree probably up at home, and you got lights and decorations, and making cookies, or you have gatherings and parties of family and friends, and all those things. And that's good. But you know what? Come Tuesday, some people have their tree down. We'll have the lights gone. You'll be shopping to return things you don't like or don't fit, or the collar of them. But the birth of this child is forever. Forever. You know, when you're born, you change your whole family constitution. And as your other brothers and sisters come, you know, I have two older sisters and one, young, and one younger sister. Two older sisters, you know, had certain rules, regulations. I was about half that because I was the boy. But my youngest sister is spoiled rotten. She's nine years younger. She got whatever she wanted, whenever she wanted. So, you know. But... So again, look at that. The coming of this child changes who we are. He calls us to be loving and caring, compassionate in that, you know? It's not just this moment. It's not just today we put him away again. Yeah, the crib will come down in a few weeks here. But within us, it is a new journey. Every year, we celebrate the gift that the Father so loved us that he sent Jesus as our, as our Savior. The one who receives, like us in all things, but not sin. One who receives our sins and failures and frees us in liberation. And hope more goes beyond here. He even went so far as to be nailed to the wood and then finally buried and then ascended. But again, you know, all the things we're going to do the last couple of days is celebration. But the celebration really is. Jesus is the reason for the season. So tonight or tomorrow, whenever Santa gets to your home, before you start running and tearing paper and doing all those things, maybe you would sit down and have a moment of thought. Or maybe you would just say a prayer together as a family. Do something to really celebrate why you're doing all you did. 
It is a birth of a child. And you know how holy and sacred your child is to you. So we should know how holy and sacred Christ is a child to us. So he made us. There are no two thumbprints alike. That's how unique and special we are with our God. And it's now and forever. Amen. So you have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy what you're going to do. Celebrate and have fun. That's it. You got it. We're one. All right. If you want to go back to your chairs then, unless, unless some other adult stole them, I don't know. Mm-hmm.